0: Hello world! We are back with another episode of 3 Candid Questions. Yes, yes, yes! And I had so much fun doing this interview. It is all about sales and marketing and a more human approach to that. And you might have seen the trends nowadays. There is a shift in many areas away from the traditional, very aggressive and cold calls strategy In sales and marketing to a more human-based and conversation-based strategy in marketing and sales. So I interviewed Pedro who is living and breathing that type of sales and marketing strategy. It was just a lot of fun talking about the whole idea behind it and what can actually come out of it, how rewarding it is for us to have sales and marketing strategies in place that are absolutely in line with our values and with who we are, and to be successful with that in our business. So enjoy the conversation, let me know your thoughts, and let me know whether you have had any experiences with these kinds of sales and marketing strategies, I'm super curious to know. Also we are taking listeners and viewers tips for this wonderful podcast. So if you would like us to be able to make even better episodes and bring you episodes even more often, then please, please, please donate. There's a link in all the descriptions and on my YouTube channel and wherever else you can listen to these podcast episodes. So support us and we would be wonderfully, wonderfully grateful. Thank you and speak soon. Hello, Pedro.
1: How are you, Sabrina?
0: I'm good. And how are you doing?
1: I'm great. Thank you very much for this this time that we're going to have this chat.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it and I'm sure it will be an interesting conversation. Let's see where it takes us. Um, So before we sort of jump into the deeper discussion about marketing and especially your freedom marketing that you would like to tell us a little more about, um introduce yourself a little and just tell our listeners and our viewers who you are and what you do
1: oh thank you very much um well i since 2016 i've been helping parents um attract ready to buy prospects and qualified as fuck prospects to their calls um Mm -hmm. so that they don't spend all day long on social media looking for clients uh they don't so that they can be with their families more time and with themselves more time is you know it's not the point to be on the business the whole day the point for the business is to help us be enjoy our lives as long mm-hmm. as long as we can or as long as possible so mm-hmm. my goal has been since i have been attracted uh, i started attracted attracting moms and in the beginning i i wasn't sure how or why I was attracting moms, since I wasn't using any social media marketing or any marketing at all. I was just relying on my mm-hmm. sales skills. But the mompreneurs, specifically the single mompreneurs, started to show up. And it took me a few, a few, a few years to figure out that perhaps the reason of that why that happened is because I was raised raised by a single mom who actually uh, decided to launch a new business when she was raising me. While she was taking care of my uncle grandpa from diabetes, while she was trying to keep a job, and uh, she ended up in the hospital suffering from multiple sclerosis, and mm-hmm. because it was too much, uh, I was overloaded, You know, the, she she has she was working a lot, so much mm-hmm. hours. I was raised fr- by people who helped her with the house you know mm-hmm. i i wish i could uh, have more time spend more time with my mom um and i wish she could actually enjoy more that season because she is what it was all about work work and work and later when i was a teen i came and and lived with my dad mm-hmm. and it was the same story i mean same story meaning that he was hustling all day long he was actually a, a more of a hustler than my mom. Mm. My mom could actually take a break on on the on the weekend, but my my dad didn't. My dad was mm-hmm. working from Sunday to Sunday, and and he felt proud proud about it. And uh, mm-hmm. whenever I had a a space, it was it was work. So um, I come from that family of entrepreneurs and other other family members as well. And I, when I was helping the first moms, I realized that the goal for them is not only to make money. And I believe the goal for every entrepreneur is not only to make money, but to actually do whatever we want with the money and time and energy that we can have. And mm-hmm. if the business is going to provide us that freedom, uh, so be it you know, but, uh, sometimes the way we have been educated, um, uh, for some of us, the way we run our business is, is a way that we need to prove ourselves that we are going to receive more, whether we do more or hustle more or sacrifice more and all of that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the, the problem with that is that we actually emotionally speaking, we actually are far more from feeling good or happy. Mm -hmm. And, and that as a consequence, sometimes brings to some health issues. And uh, Mm. so that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah. So what I hear you say is that you sort of realized you had an energy or you were sort of attracting certain clients because of your personal story. And then um, you also realize from that, that, okay, if we hassle like my, your dad or your mom did, there comes so much with it, like health issues and not being fulfilled, not being as joyful uh, in life. So that's something that you want to create or support your clients to have like that balance, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Um, actually, if we if we are more spiritual about my story, I actually prayed for an opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was a job. I don't know if it was uh, the business. I don't know what was it. I was so lost that I needed some, a, a signal, you know, a sign. Mm-hmm. And I prayed. I was very I was very Catholic at that moment in my life, 2016. And I prayed to La Virgen de Guadalupe uh, in Mexico And uh, and... And that, and she actually, uh, I I got a a call from someone, uh, working on a insurance agency and that was the opportunity that I, that I asked for. So Mm -hmm. I decided to take that opportunity because I was gonna learn how to close sales. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I learned the hard way. I I learned the, the, the way that we don't like to be sold, you know, the manipulation, the fear-based, the hustling, the call outreach. All of that, I learned that, uh, and I was like, "What's the point of learning all of this?" You know, but it took me to uh, to the path that I I am right now, where where I really learned the skills that that people feel more comfortable with, and um, and I believe because she's a mom and uh, she was sort of a mompreneur at her time, Virgin Mary. That's why I believe that was like, and I'm gonna assign you the more mom, so be ready for that. So I don't I don't know. I mean, even when I realized you're actually you're a mom, I I wasn't aware when we jump on that call and you share with mm. me almost at the end of the call. Sometimes I don't have to question uh, uh, the person I am having a conversation with, and most of the time they're moms. So um, it's it's a calling. It's part of my story, um, mm. and I promise you, I don't know anything about motherhood. I don't know, and you know that's not my 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 forte. I believe what makes me or makes us be comfortable around each other is that I learned to perhaps listen, to be a friend of my mom, to be uh, at that time when she needed support the most, I believe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I don't even know how to describe it. But what I can tell is that I'm an empath and I have been studying how to have conversations with people and all that. And I believe I can create a safe space for anyone, but specifically for moms to feel that they can feel supported, they can trust, and they can feel safe uh, in in a conversation with me. And then usually that leads us to to a client-mentor relationship.
0: Mm. And this thing you just mentioned, that's the interesting bit. We are getting into the marketing story now. So that's your foundation as a person and you know the type of clients you attract but generally there's this shift that you made from the cold calling the very hard sales um to a more conscious way of marketing can you explain the difference atletro
1: yeah um i don't know about you but i actually hated the fact that for example i'm on a webinar and Mm -hmm. i see that the information they're sharing is great and I'm I'm feeling like, oh, my God, if I only had access to that, how my life would be. You know, I, I see myself having perhaps more freedom, more sales, more money, more travel whatever that is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are my desires, everybody's desires. And they mm-hmm. tell you something like, if you don't take action today, the price will double up tomorrow. So please, we don't want that for you. So why don't you just, and you make the purchase. Mm -hmm. and I made the purchase and I was like oh my God thank God I got this for this price and all that okay now I'm gonna hustle I'm gonna learn everything as soon as I can you know and then I I just by curiosity I went to the sales page the next day and the price was the same
0: Mm.
1: and I was like man they don't know what I had to do to have this money to to make this purchase perhaps I could have waited and am in a, a better state to make the a, an investment you know and 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 you know so that's one example of more examples uh and and i i was like if they're teaching me abundance if they're teaching me a positive mindset if they're teaching me manifestation if they're teaching me all of that stuff why do they still need to rely on Put me in a state of anxiety. Put me in a state of mm. fear to make a decision. Mm. I mean, I don't want to call to say names, but but we all know these giants. And the first statement they they put us is, is of. Uh, don't you hate what the government is doing? Don't you hate that the, the recession of 2022 and all that? And, and it's like, dude, do you need to put me in a state of anger? To put me in a state of you know fear. To, mm-hmm. to say yes to you, whatever that I mean, you're a giant. And and why is it that I always have to feel that I'm I'm losing something if I don't take an uh, take your offer? Mm. Um and so that's an example. And and the, the best example I can give you personally is when I was when I hired my first business coach, she was a high ticket mentor. It was my first high-ticket investment. She taught us that her conversation strategy was like the the dressing of the cake, like, you know, like the best thing you could have in any uh, business uh, mentorship. So I was doing everything she was teaching us in the her conversation strategy. And mm-hmm. within a few weeks, I got banned from Facebook. I got my account shut down. And I was like, and it's because I'm sending this spammy cold DMs. Mm. You know, mm. whether I was feeling good or not by doing it, I hired someone, I paid a lot of money to trust that this thing was going to work. And I did it like many of us do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's the problem. We spend so much money on tools and when, even when they are not resonating with us, with our values, we do them, we implement them because it costs, they cost us a lot of money Mm. and, and we feel that we, we have no other choice and as an entrepreneur. I've learned that some investments that I made, are not going to teach me anything about perhaps my business, but they're going to teach me about my own values, about Mm -hmm. my own boundaries, about my, and that when I say, when, when that has happened to me, I say, well, this was the least price that I had to pay to learn that lesson, because Mm -hmm. if I don't take the lesson, I'm going to pay more later.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't
1: matter how much money, how you have spent or invested. And you felt like it wasn't a good investment. Well, that was the least. The, the lowest price you pay for that lesson, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I got my account lost, I got, I lost my account. I, but I somehow I was like, but I like the conversations. I like to have an interaction with people. So I, I, mm. I kept learning, I did some research and got some other trainings. Um, and, and I started having new, different, a different way of having conversations. I, w- I jumped on a call with someone. I was looking to publish a new book. She, w- she was working for the book that, the Google company that launched one of these huge gurus, and she was very approachable. And when we were having the conversation, it looks like, um, it-, it was not about my next book. She told me, why don't you read this book about negotiations, which is called Never Split the Difference. And I was like, why is she telling me this? And she said, I don't know, I feel that that you might like it. Why don't you read mm-hmm. it? Okay. I got the book, I read it. I was like, damn, this is it. I was like, wow, man, this is a different approach. They're not using NLP, they're not using manipulation, they're not using, and these things are saving lives. So mm-hmm. the the first test was to, to to use these skills in my relationships, in my family. Mm-hmm. I was involved in a lot of drama, so these skills came in handy and I was involved in less discussions once I was applying these, t- these techniques. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, would this work for my conversations? And I started to implement those skills, some of the skills in the conversations. And I realized that I was having longer conversations with women, they were liking my approach because they actually told me, oh my God, I like the way you approach me, thank you. You're not pitching mm-hmm. me right away. Mm. I was like, "Wow, this is this is something new." That they're, they're thanking mm. me for reaching out, and yeah. and then I said, "Well, but this is a business. I need to make some more more money." I mean, I cannot have be having a conversation all day long. I love it, but this is a business. So mm. I managed to transition with a, with a couple of questions, and and they were open to receive help. And then we jump on a call, and then, and I close sales. I was like, "Wow, man, I I like this approach." So. Mm. I was doing it naturally every single day. I was having more and more conversations, and the more conversations I had, the more I learned how to have, be smoother on the approach and and be and actually um, build a really meaningful connection or a, a, a stronger bond between them and myself. And um, some a day, uh, some day my friend asked me, what do you do every day that nobody else do it the same way and do actually can say that perhaps um you're doing it different than anyone and i mm-hmm. said it's my conversation strategy mm-hmm. and she said why don't you do something about it why don't you teach it i was like
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah and that was the book that i wrote that last year which is uh i wrote it in 21 but i re-edited it last year which is called the five dms to first 10k method um So it's, it's a way to have a conversation for all online entrepreneurs, coaches, experts, without having to use cold outreach, without upset, upsetting your prospects or clients and without Mm. having to use any manipulation at all. And, Mm. and that was like the beginning of the, of the principles that I later gathered to create this bigger principle, which I call freedom marketing, you know?
0: Yeah. So what I hear you say is that um, because you hated the cold sales approach yourself, that sparked sort of, okay, I want to do something differently. And you realize because you hated it, it also didn't work for you because you felt uncomfortable in that space. And the more you transitioned, you saw like positive business results also, the more you went ahead and learned and so on. So what would you say is, the fundamental difference in how you approach your conversations. Because you say that's the one difference.
1: Yeah. Um first of all, I believe I'm I'm not only speaking for myself when I say that I hated color reach because I mean I don't like to be approached like that. Somebody yeah. does somebody don't take the time to get to know me. They pitch me right away. Um and and that for the for the from this uh, point of view, I'm facing rejection from a place of like, damn, I would need to use more manipulation to maybe let that people feel less angrier, but that yeah, won't yeah. that won't work. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very energy draining process, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what I'm doing differently is is simple. Like like and yesterday I was talking about this with a friend. The goal is to become the friend. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the daily goal how can you become a friend like this in a in a time right now where people really need meaningful connections and not mm-hmm. only egocentric approaches uh that with an agenda behind i mean if you ask me do you not have an agenda well i can tell you i will be i will be lying but i would say my agenda would be that our conversation can lead us to a cell or if that doesn't happen lead us to join your audience, let me be introduced by you to your audience, or Mm -hmm. you come to my audience, or we become business partners perhaps because we love the way we work each, we work and our different different strengths, or we can just be friends. So that's my agenda. I know those are the five outcomes, which I like to call the five meaningful connections that we can build out of a conversation. And Mm -hmm. the worst case scenario is that nothing can happen. As well you know like okay no definitely not a goal
0: yeah
1: yeah so so the goal is is i always have those five possibilities in mind so if if it's not the cell okay i keep moving on with the conversation and and the cell is not only for my own interest it's like if she doesn't need help great let's see if she uh if she's open to 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 listen to my ideas the way i think and perhaps we now from that point on she decides to oh my god yeah I, I didn't think of like that that way you know like and the, the relationship can be have a different outcome which is which is great so what i do i use social media so my principal uh client or, or prospects uh you know source of what I do is I engage meaningfully. I I, I am a fan, you know. I I'm, I if I see a post that actually I like, I will show as much appreciation as I can.
0: Mm-hmm. I will
1: actually tell you how much it helped me, how much it it actually makes me feel. Because I mean, everybody who who, who is using social media to to promote their business, we know how much time effort intention the good intention of sharing a content a piece of content it takes mm-hmm. a heart a like is not enough to show appreciation um uh, even to say a good post is not enough you know but when you say oh my god sabrina thank you for sharing this interview with me i actually I like this piece of the interview and that quote from this guest of yours yeah. actually felt me if reminded me of this, made me feel like this. I didn't I didn't think of this approach. Now I see things differently because of this, whatever it is, I'm just showing appreciation and most likely I would be one of the few or perhaps the only one who will show appreciation that way. To be able to do that, Sabrina, I had to let go of my ego. <laughs> because i'm 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 accepting the fact that i'm learning from you even when i am when i know that you can perhaps learn from me but that's the point i'm not playing in that old paradigm that i am i have to be the one you'll have to learn from me so that that brings me to uh, this is something i learned from my first leadership program the five levels of self-awareness um Mm -hmm in the beginning and i believe we all have gone through each one of them we perhaps every day we go a little bit we stay in each of the five levels the first level is usually we see life as as it sucks you know life sucks and nothing is good about my life anymore right now you know there was some stages of perhaps your time or my time i can remember them when i was feeling like that everything sucks you know Everything, the food, the weather, the place that I live in, the people, the job that I have, Everything. the book that I'm reading or the book that I'm not reading, the, the show that I'm watching, whatever that is. My girlfriend sucks. My Everything sucks. Everyone sucks. And then perhaps we get in touch with somebody that, someone that sees life a little bit differently with a more positive way. And perhaps now life doesn't suck. But if life, if life doesn't suck and I'm, and I'm feeling shitty right now, Perhaps I, I suck, you know, I'm the mm-hmm. problem, I'm the one, I, I suck. I don't like myself. I don't feel comfortable with myself and all that. So we, we perhaps listen to a quote from somebody, a, po- a podcast uh, or another people who a person who is perhaps a little bit more positive. And now we believe in ourselves like, oh, my God, look how great I am. I have created these things. I am able to create beautiful moments for people. And I'm the best, and I want to be the best because that's how we are raised. So now I'm great. And everybody is below me. So I'm um, you know. And the fourth level, that's the third level. The fourth level of self-awareness is no, you know what? No, everybody is great. So that's why I say everybody's a rock star.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: some just don't know it yet. Or mm-hmm. perhaps forgot it so with my movement i'm here to remind you that you're a rock star too and that's my invitation to everyone everybody has a movement in their own story everybody um everybody can make their brand inspire a movement because all movements become brands but not all brands inspire movements Mm -hmm. so when you approach your audience like they are rock stars too imagine what what was the feedback effect of them oh my god thank you dude you're a rock star too. Thank you very much. Oh my God, you're rock, man. Thank you. And the, in the beginning, and I know this because I've been practicing this. They feel like, damn. Oh my God. Yes. I I, I tap into their ego. But then mm-hmm. I say, yes, but to me, everybody's a rock star. So it's like, oh shit. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a rock star, but everybody is. Um, yeah. I'm a rock star too. I'm not saying that you are a rock star and I'm not. I'm a rock star too. Mm-hmm. But I, I I just came here to tell you that you're a rock star. Yeah, you I just want you to remember that. So that's you know, feels offlifting instantly. And the fifth level of self-awareness is enlightenment. You know, that's that's the the highest one that we can all feel. And it's easy, you know. We we go to nature, we feel enlightened, and that's it. You know, if we we feel inspired, we we're like, oh my god, look at this huge beautifulness around me and i'm i'm part of it you know and and all that so that's that's this that's the state so but if we are able to live in the fourth state and the fourth to fifth state that's the that's the the sweet spot um so what happens that we are taught that brands you know it's all about being the best all about being number one so they play at level number three Mm. i'm the best you're not
0: And you should follow me, you should do, you should aspire uh, to be like me and not be yourself necessarily. But that's where level four comes in, as you say, that we respect that the other is in in their own right or in being their authentic self is also a rock star.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. because everybody, I mean, you can be a rock star playing pop music. I may not like it, but you may... some other people may feel uplifted by your pop music or you may play heavy metal music and you are still a rock star i may resonate with it i may not i may you may be a rock star playing latin music you know there's there's a story for everyone and and each one have a different story which is fun and and you know that and we can everybody with our own self-beliefs or disbeliefs we can inspire a new movement or a movement that actually makes other people remember who they really are that's Mm. that's the whole goal i believe that everybody has uh, in their story there is a possibility for everyone so your own story Mm. is somebody else's possibility to keep moving forward
0: yeah
1: and that's that's the movement it's it's just simply to 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 make people help people remember who they really are while we are here and Mm once they are once you you take them to that level number four they instantly join your movement they don't have to pay you to join their movement they just they just follow you not because you ask them follow me you you know what i mean they, they just want to be around you because you make them feel like themselves you accept them the way they are and and then yeah no
0: and just a question on that because i think that's a very crucial point this acceptance of who people really are and then bringing it into a world of business where everything seems very fast, very harsh, very, you know, if you don't play by let's say capitalist rules, this is not going to work out.
1: Yeah.
0: Can you share like how, you know, that transforms a business once we have the courage to be who we really are and go with that?
1: Well, well, um, well, I did a lot of inner work to actually accept myself as who I am, to be comfortable with myself. Um, I encourage everyone to, to do inner work. I mean, and whatever they want to do, I'm I not here to say which, which one is best. I can tell you what yeah. I did. <laughs> but people like you, for example, coaches, help people remember who they really are. So I, I got my own coaches. I got my help. I got my mentors who made me, who helped me with that. Um. What happens was, for example, and I knew that was just the beginning. I wasn't aware of this, like the like how I am aware right now. But mm. I was working with a coach, two thousand twenty, and I said, you know what, my ex business mentor, which was a scam, told me that calling out mompreneurs. Was a, was a very narrow niche and it, it was not gonna be profitable. She asked me to reach to a bigger niche, and, but I'm not quite comfortable. I really feel that I, I, I need and want to help moms. And she said, well, if you feel like it, what, let's do it. And I just called them out. I, I didn't change anything about my business. I just changed my message. But I finally felt at peace with my message. Mm. And what happened was that I helped more moms than ever before, just yeah. because everything was in alignment, or at least that part of my business was in alignment with what which was my message. Mm. And to me, I believe. Sometimes you don't even have to know how you can help them, even when you can help them with everything that you know, like you don't have to know this, the offer that you have to but the first thing that you you need to or can help you get to them is your message and i like to call it the freedom message because mm-hmm. once you share it with them they feel free like oh man so i can do this so i can be myself so i can do that oh my god yeah. now it doesn't feel like i need to climb a mountain to get to where you are it feels like i'm just i can just reach it with my arms and and you know it's, it's yeah. a horizontal thing it's not a...
0: Possi- a possibility and not just like a dream that you feel you can never achieve
1: yeah, yeah. so what are the elements in your life what are your beliefs what are you this what are your disbeliefs i always share my disbeliefs and believe. like i don't i don't believe in freebies anymore i don't believe in high ticket offers only to make the business profitable I don't believe in manipulation or fear-based marketing. I don't believe in um, spending all day long on social media looking for clients. I don't believe in cold outreach calls or messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe that the cell is, is more important than the person in front of you. So when somebody listens to that, hey, it's a possibility. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I can do things differently. Mm-hmm. I didn't like freebies anyway. Yeah, oh my God. You know, for example. B, oh my God. This guy is going against what most people is teaching. Why is that? How is he making it? How is he doing it? And he's, uh, he has some fucking balls to say that. So he's bold. I, I'd rather have someone that is bold than someone that is not able or not, sorry, not willing to be bold in their message. Like mm. you know, a statement, a solid statement. um And see, I kind of like him because I, I, I really don't want, I really don't want to be manipulated, and I don't feel like being using manipulation to call cel- close close sales. That's why I'm not closing sales because yeah. the only thing I I I learned to do is manipulation, but I don't feel like it, so I'm not closing sales. So, um so if you don't believe in, for example, can you tell? And you tell me, what is something that you don't believe for your own coaching, for example?
0: Yeah, it is actually I, that cold, cold outreach in that sense. I also believe in real connection because that's what my business is absolutely based on, on the real human connection. And you know, in my coaching, it's all about unshackling the authentic self of people so that they can live their dream, that they can live exactly the life they want and win in all areas not just in one you know there's always this belief as you shared in the beginning that okay if i want to have a successful business i compromise on time with my family or i compromise on my health because i'll be burned out it doesn't have to be that way and you know if people like us if we do things differently and other people see that then it becomes as you say a movement so i agree with you it's very important to be clear on okay this is my no-go zone and that's my highest value that i want to live by in my business in my life whatever it is it's all connected
1: yeah yeah Yeah. so and that's something we need to say quite often Mm -hmm. you know because i agree with the part that we need we learn by repetition by emotion yes i agree with that uh so the more we say about this what you don't believe in anymore like I don't believe in getting born out sacrificing my family for my work and all that as simple as that is instantly creates a connection with your people it creates like this bonding oh my god thank you Sabrina oh I needed to hear it for someone else
0: yeah yeah that's true that is very true and it creates like it creates a mindset of abundance as to Opposed to scarcity. Often the world operates on scarcity, yeah. but a mind, mindset of abundance, like there is the possibility to do it my way. Something clicks and then things start rolling. Of course, we don't say it's easy, but you know, and we have to keep going. And as you say, do the inner work, but there's doors open when you are yourself.
1: I can give you an example. When you say that it's not easy. Um... I say, sometimes I say, if you want fast results, like um, I make a a sale quickly, I'm not your coach, because you can learn manipulation, fear based, and you will make sales quickly. Mm. But will you make an impact with that sale? So if you want to wait to create a a bond with a relationship with your clients, and then make the sale a possibility or make them have you in their audience, make, make you have them in your, your audience to really help your audience or be friends with them or be part, business partners with them, come join me. I show you how how it is, but you need to be patient because it's, it's a, a self-growth journey as well as you get accustomed to this paradigm and, and and shift your business to this way of communicating with your audience and all that. And we have ups and lows you know in the in the in the online sorry in the as entrepreneurs and we sometimes believe we see the 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 this half of the world the, of the glass empty and we don't see the the glass yeah, that happens you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i was like since i because this year i decided to go full blast on this new way this new business model I changed my whole business model, I changed my whole messaging, I changed everything. Um because I believe in this. I saw it. I I I I became a student of someone who actually didn't use manipulation to teach me all this stuff, and I like it. So I see yes, it's possible. So I was like, Oh my god, but I I I, I want to manifest more money or I want to manifest this and that, and that hasn't happened, in all that. And suddenly I receive a sell in my in my email and the important thing was not the money of the cell was the um, the number the receipt the number of the receipt and and i got because that this year i have been using that system and it's it's kind of like the measurement of cells in this year and and i'm and i hit 70 plus cells and i was like damn i never hit that in the past man and i can say that none of those cells came with manipulation. None of mm-hmm. those cells came with using color rich or f- using fear-based tactics or spending all day long on social. All of these beliefs or disbeliefs that I have, it's, it's, it's the translation, Is the number. I know it's not a numbers game, but I am am i i gave myself like the, the proof, like, dude, mm-hmm. keep doing it. I mean, just keep doing it. You're gonna teach more people to do it. And this was the first year that I actually started Using an offer that is not a high ticket offer, but a low ticket offer, and the impact is there. Now I'm impacting way more people because I'm, i'm you know, I was like, okay, that's that's something I considerate, you know, and and so I encourage everyone that I know that we have our lows and our highs, but if you have these new beliefs or your beliefs, find some signs that give you evidence that your beliefs are the way to go because there's an outcome. I mean, and the outcome should, I mean, not should, but the first outcome that you can look up is how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling good about your values, if you're feeling good about your beliefs, you're in the best path. But if, you're, if you are you hire a coach, a mentor, whatever that is, business, life, mm-hmm. everything, and something inside of you doesn't feel good by following their advice and something, it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to follow their advice. Mm-hmm. Nor you, nor do you have to cancel all of of their advice because for some reason they are in front of you, and there are their your mirrors, and they are so also showing you the possibilities of not being like them or being like them, or some of the parts that you can learn from them are in alignment with yourself, and mm-hmm. perhaps the things that are not in alignment with yourself is because somehow, some way you are also you also have it in you. So, um. I believe it's is the like one of my favorite mentors says, feeling good is the is the point and the and the path. So whatever you're doing makes you feel good, keep doing it
0: mm-hmm. And the results will come. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's an important message because as I was listening to you, I was thinking some people might hear this and say like, okay, yeah, just for the sake of transforming and using a different way. Uh, of marketing and sales why should I do that but it's all about the fact that if you use a different approach an approach that is in line with your values your beliefs and who you really want to be then that will have such a tremendous ripple effect in your own life and how you generally feel and also for other people because as you say if someone is approached in a positive way how they remember you, how they remember they, the work they did after interacting with you will be very different from a cold message that puts you off from the beginning. So, you know, this whole positivity spreading can really make a difference in the long run in society at large.
1: Yeah. And I love how you say it because somebody in my audience engaged with one of my posts last week, I believe she said... She, she finished her comment saying helping what one person at a time and i said to her um i have good news for you it's not one person at a time because mm-hmm. our work whatever we do and even if you are not a coach or an expert whatever you do as a person or, or however you be whoever you be or whoever you are has a ripple effect mm-hmm. you know because first i say well now my the effect of my post is in you your comment is is read by many people who is engaging in my post and they're going to realize that as well and then you you, perhaps you feel better you come back to your life feeling better that's something different from the way you used to operate and people who are living around you knows it and they instantly feel you you present the possibility of feeling better and and i and, and they will do the same so that's a fucking ripple effect. I learned that recently because I was feeling like that. Oh my god, sometimes I feel like I'm just helping one person at a time. No, dude, we're having I mean, you, you cannot even imagine how many people we're helping yes. just by showing up.
0: Tremendous. Yeah. And many people do might not even engage in what you do, they might just be watching. Yeah. And get their own sort of transformational thoughts. Let me put it that way. Whatever small thing it is that they gain. The value they get that
1: already might make a difference i i am with you on that one um yeah, the, yeah the, there was a time i actually one of my favorite facebook covers photos was about the movements was the first time i released that as an official thing that i was doing yeah. or teaching yeah. i i deleted for the next month because i was promoting other stuff sometimes i'm mm-hmm. like I create so many stuff that I talk about them and, and don't stick with the things that, so nobody told me anything about the movement thing during the month that I have the picture there. I jump on calls later, the next month, I was promoting something different. And somebody told me, oh my God, I'm sorry, I never engage with your content, but I believe I have a movement and I have, I, that word now is, is in my vocabulary because of you. And I don't want mm. to create a brand. I want to launch a movement about was Oh my god! I felt so relieved mm. about that. And and I observe my people in my audience, and they're and they're using the word movement. Some of them are not my students. They said, "This is not a brand. This is a movement." And I I'm gonna help you do this. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I like that. And and yeah. some people are saying in their in their to their audience, "You're a rock star." You know that? And I'm like, oh my god, it's. It never happened when I was using my personal brand because I was so, I mean, that approach was make me be so egocentric. Now that I'm people-centric, that's the ripple effect. So part of the movement is the words that you need to select to make people help them feel uplifted and, you know, to take them to the fourth state. And once you select those words for you and repeat them. And and with their stories, with the context that you share, with the beliefs and disbeliefs and all those elements, people start to tell their own story about how how they can become the possibility for someone else, mm. and 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 they they perpetuate the message. So um, and who knows. Yeah,
0: that's also- yeah, I mean, that's another another important part for anyone who is doing business out there or, you know, who is in, in the whole marketing uh, and sales sphere that the words you use and the messages you put out there, just know that if they strongly resonate with you and they have a meaning to you, then there's some kind of energy and that triple effect happens and people yeah. start using that language as well. And That's very powerful.
1: Yeah. I I I just say it to to make people believe that when they do it, it's gonna happen sooner or later. So it's it's yeah. I just say it because it was so to me it was so it was an effect that I never experienced mm. in the past. And I was I have been teaching branding and 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 this stuff for many years. But
0: yeah,
1: and and also I I believe this story helps you believe that you can say no to whatever that you learned in the past, and perhaps you invested a lot of money that is not serving you right now. And if it's just one new idea that you gather, I don't know, perhaps listening with by this podcast or, or reading a book or being in touch with Sabrina, whatever that is. And now you make that as a lifestyle or way of being, and it, it gives you the most joy. Well, yep. like Sabrina said, share it, talk about it, embrace it, embody it. And the, the power that you're gonna feel that the energy that is gonna you know vibrate or you know wave out of it's um unimaginable i mean and and, but the impact is really is big you know
0: yeah and that is a perfect ending to today's podcast because that's a very powerful message so thank you so much pedro for being here and for sharing your like really your vision for how marketing and sales should be in the future. I hope that a lot of people listen to this or watch this podcast episode and really take a lot of stuff away from it about what they can do still being themselves.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much for creating this space and thank you very much for helping people, uh, come back to who they really are. And, uh, if you feel like you feel stuck, reach out to Sabrina and and <laughs> help her take the rocks out of you and and play the your favorite music
0: thank you petra
1: <laughs> you're welcome